From Flow with Ren, this is the Sunroom Podcast. My name's Ren, yogi, self-transformation worker, and your host here on the Sunroom Podcast. I come forth with a perspective that is rooted in yogic philosophy, life experiences, and my own energetic gifts. As a result, I've created this podcast to help you transform your life in an authentically empowered way. Step into your aligned path and bring forth the manifestations you are calling in. Each week, I'll share solo discussions explaining my trials and tribulations, my processes and tools that have changed my life completely, and the many yogic and spiritual methods that I hold near and dear. And you may even find the occasional guided meditation from time to time. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast series, you have begun the journey to an authentic and empowered self. And by pressing play and joining us here today, you are starting your transformation here and now. If you've enjoyed season one or even this episode today, please leave a review, comment, or even share it with a friend that is struggling to find their empowered authenticity, is ready to transform their life, and may even benefit from my information that you are about to learn. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Sunroom Podcast. I'm your host, Ren. This week's episode number 60 is the low before the glow. I also would like to say happy astrological new year and also the new moon in Aries just happened between the 20th and the 21st and to step into this fiery energy to tap into that glow mentality that future version of self to help you slingshot forward in your life and your manifestations I thought why not talk about that lower angle that deep rest that is needed, that collective alignment in order to get yourself into that glowing mentality, into the higher version of self. Today, I have my windows open in my room, so hopefully you can hear some of the springtime coming through, a beautiful blossoming of energy, the trees are blooming, the birds are out, and it is a beautiful, brisk spring day. So as we get started, again, like last week's episode, I'd love to be able to start a bit of a a conversation based back and forth with you guys about these different topics that I still use in my day to day, Uh, set some anchoring points mentally that I use in order to really show myself how far I've gotten into the glow, into the high, into the highest version of self that I have culminated and brought forth for myself in the past few years. So if you are battling lack mindset, fear, codependency, depression, and so many other different variations of blockages in our lives, this episode is for you. So as we get started, I want you to put your blinders on metaphorically as we continue on through the rest of this year. Whatever is not in your lane, whatever is not serving you, a part of your standards, wants, needs, and values, keep those blinders on to everything else that isn't that. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be delusional and or forget about all the crazy things that are happening around our world. Yet, if you have goals, if you have aspirations, if you have emotions that you would like to manifest and call into your day-to-day life, 
keeping those blinders on, keeping a strong boundary within self as to how you show up and how others treat you or move alongside you in life is extremely important. So I'd like to take a step back a few years ago and explain how a few of my own personal experiences have mirrored this low before the glow or this low before the high transition in my life and how it has been a theme and most likely will be a theme as I continue on this growth journey, this healing journey, and my spirituality journey as well. So the first time that this really had hit me and that I had really seen and recognized this lower point, this depression or deep rest within myself, physically, mentally, and spiritually, was about five or six years ago now. I have gone many, many years with undiagnosed or at least untreated depression, and it could have stemmed from a numerous amount of things, whether it's my ADHD or any other kind of mental challenges like dyslexia and then some. Yet as I continued to push myself physically without nurturing myself mentally and emotionally and spiritually, there was only a matter of time before I stepped into that lower, deep rest, that depression within self. I think uh, an actor that says it best is Jim Carrey, that depression is a deep rest from being a character that no longer serves you. So if you're showing up in the world with a lack of boundaries, codependent, co-meshed, e-meshed with your family, friends, and even a loved one, you are not holding this reset and alignment within self seriously and falling back into old habits and old ways. The body will consistently show up over time telling you how tired it is, the mind, how tired it is. And until you find that rest that really helps you to rejuvenate, again, reset, realign, take time to breathe, check in, and feel into yourself, that is all when you can take the time to really put one foot in front of the other, trusting in yourself fully, battling these lack mindsets wherever they may lie, and taking small steps forward into your highest self or this glow up in a way within your own life, no matter if it's many times or just this once that you're witnessing in your past or present. As I continued to notice that the quality of my life had been diminished, had been lower vibrational or even harmful in many ways, I was too worried about what others were going to think about me, how others needed me to show up, how something outside and exterior of myself was needing a specific quality or character within me that is so extremely tired of showing up in the fashion that it did or in the lack of a fashion that it was needing. And as I moved my way through that deep rest, through that depression, I didn't want to have to make my bed, do my laundry, or you know, wash my clothes. I'd wear the same jeans every day for a week. My dishes packed up into the sink, and after a month's time, there was mold on them. Luckily, I had my dog with me, Mo, and he was outside all day, yet he still needed love and attention to be fed, to be brought outside, and within the bare minimum of doing so, I did for about a month. And as my depression continuously 
wasn't able to fit inside my back pocket anymore as I left my home, as I came back from work, as I was spending time alone. And it was showing up more and more in my day-to-day, whether it was a foggy mind, a whether it was a foggy memory or mind, not paying attention in the moment, feeling as though I was walking around with a wax bag on top of my head for way too long. The people around me started questioning my motives, my standards, my wants, my needs, and seeing that I wasn't taking time to check in with myself, to realign and reset or even just rest a little. Again, I was working for Olympic level horseback riding and within that sphere, it can be very challenging to put yourself first. As you're taking care of live animals, you're taking care of the people that you work for to a capacity, these things anchor you to the quality of that job, which are extremely beautiful and satisfying and gratifying to be a part of. You also need to take that time for yourself, know when to say no, and how to best support yourself in the moments that are needed. And again, slowly after a month's worth of time that I was taking this deep rest outside of still showing up quite prominently as a head person in my career, one day I decided on my day off to get on my yoga mat. It was a gift from my boss and I still have it today. But again, that one day I was like, why not take some time to stretch Take some time for me. This is just for me on my mat, my own space, my own energy. And I think I even still have a picture of my dog sitting on my yoga mat saved in the clouds somewhere on that exact day. And after I had taken that time to stretch, to move my body, to feel a bit more physically awakened, let's say, it just clicked. It came out of nowhere that I was slowing down, that I was resting to an extreme, that I wasn't caring for myself in a capacity that made me feel I couldn't show up in my bright, vibrant way. And then soon after getting on the mat, stretching my body and finding a bit of time for myself is when my brain actually realized that the dishes in the sink were dirty. Again, moldy dirty. I had clothes that needed to be washed pretty badly. I had been emotionally and physically neglecting my dog. He was fed, but to the bare minimum, it was not very pretty. And within a day or two's time, I noticed that my energy was skyrocketing internally, wondering why everybody was on their phone, not working or paying attention, why I was the only one that seemed to care, show up or do the work. And again, this is coming from someone that had been depressed for a solid month or more, always battling with depression off and on throughout high school and even middle school at times, but yet not having the tools prior to this event on how to manage that, how to cultivate a balanced, fine-tuned oasis for myself to really flourish. It came to a point where I needed to show up for myself and nobody else. So as I continued to find this balance within who I was and finding mantras and sticking with them as a reminder to embark on this journey for nobody else but yourself. 
to slow down and create space for opportunities that were new in your life. And no matter what it looks like, it's going to be okay. These three mantras have taken me every day to remind myself to repeat, to embody, to align with, and then some. Trusting myself fully. Trusting that I've been through some of the hardest experiences to date, all on my own. It was time for this deep rest and this depression to be of use in my life. Finding in my own personal experiences that my that my pendulum swings back and forth in experience, whether it is intense, heavy, hard-hitting, emotionally draining, and then some to adventurous, bold, fiery, and aligned and towards my highest self. The more that I experience the full spectrum of the balance that I'd like to hold in my life, being able to have that fine-tuned, aligned oases within me, whether it's the environment that I put myself in, the people I surround myself with, the mental structures that I make choices for to cultivate these beautiful standards, wants, needs, and values of my life and step small. Now, trusting in yourself fully after being a codependent person and a meshed person in a family that knew best for you, that had their own way, rules, and dynamics that needed to be learned, navigated, and trusted, and then finding that they no longer serve you because you are your own autonomous person. Maybe not all of them, but some of them may serve you. Yet as you step away and you create this own environment for self in order to step in from this lower moments or lower points in your life, whether it's energetically, mentally, or physically, and being able to trust and knowing in the fact that you know yourself best, you know your body best. And if something doesn't feel right, sit right. If you see, feel, or know something, say something. I have been such a huge advocate that if you have something going on in your life that is causing you this distress, this disalignment, this detachment to your reality and how your needs matter, knowing and trusting in yourself completely that You may not be able to do it all on your own and that help is needed is super important. So can you find a time in your life where you have experienced a low of a low, whether it's robbing Peter to pay Paul to pay your bills and make sure the lights stay on? Is it battling your ancestral cycle of trauma, your lineage of mother and father wounds, your journey into finding no contact with family members or even ex-lovers. It has to come from deep down inside you, that inner knowing. And the one way that I found that knowing within myself, as I say in most of my other podcast episodes, is finding the calm beneath the noise, the stillness or the eye of the storm in the chaos. What does your noise sound like? What do you need? What do you want? How can you reparent yourself in showing up in a way that makes you feel good, that makes you feel abundant, that makes you feel bliss and pleasure and joy for you and you alone? What does that look like? And it doesn't matter to anybody else 
what those actionable steps may be, how you show up in the way that you show up. Just know that as you continue to move forward, there are going to be many more people that don't support this growth, this glow, this abundant mindset, this change within self, because then it ultimately shows something within them that they would like to work on and haven't, that is holding them back or blocking them in life that they haven't addressed. And that can cause a lot of rifts, a lot of shifts and changes in relationships, whether it's friends, family, or relationships. Yet there will be people in your life, whether they're new, old, or present friends, that truly and ultimately support this growth. Understand that it takes time to really cultivate what it is that's going to help you best. And again, for myself in particular, in my healing journey, moving through grief, moving through finding a shift in perspective and a change in my life that really has sent me way farther than I thought would even take me. Changing career paths, leaving relationships, and really stepping into my own maturing spiritually and emotionally as I did so, I only hope that sharing a glimpse of my own experience helps guide others to do the same for themselves, even if it looks vastly different. And one thing that really has taken mind of its own is not finding judgment in myself or comparison with others. I remind myself to stay in my own lane, to keep my blinders on, and to be focused on what it is that makes me happy. And again, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else in the process, why not? Why not trust yourself? Why not step these tinier steps to make action forward while taking the time to breathe, to check in, to feel, to reset, and realign yourself to new mantras, new perspectives, new ways of walking through life that make you feel like you to the fullest extent. Now, as you find balance, and as you're finding this steady rhythm, the first thing that kind of came within this glow up or this stepping in to my highest version of self was stillness. Finding stillness and time to listen to myself and others. Stillness as I let the world pass around me for a little while in a quick and scary pace, to be honest. And yes, within this time frame, COVID kind of came about as well. So people came to a pause roughly around the same time that I was quitting my job, moving forward to something new, unknown, and a bit scary for the people around me, including myself. Yet, as I slingshot myself every time to a new cycle, a new beginning, a new way of showing up and expressing myself, whether it's being an artist, being a photographer, a singer, doing this podcast, being a wellness coach, stepping into energetic healing practitioner work, being a horseback rider and professional and Olympic level groom, and even a yoga instructor now. I trust in myself to fully show up as I am and who I need to be in every single moment, being mindful of my standards, wants, and needs, no matter what environment or occasion I'm in. And now if this feels like a huge task to take on, something really big to bite into that's going to take a while to digest. It is. It really is. And I'm not going to water it down because this experience of trusting in yourself 
of finding that balance within you that serves you best? What do you need in this moment in order to thrive, in order to become you in the future? For some of you, it might be taking on a more proactive masculine role in your life or a masculine energetic role in your life. Cultivating a routine, showing up for yourself consistently, constantly putting in the work to grow, achieve, strive, and call in your manifestations. Yet for some of you, like myself, it's finding that comfortability within your feminine energy, knowing your worth, having beautiful self-esteem, and knowing that whatever is yours is always going to be yours. And it's not going to pass us by. Yet the more that we step into this magnetic energy, leveling up our energetics in order to feel a bit lighter within ourselves, letting go of things that no longer serve us, no matter what capacity that looks like, people, places, things, habits, grooves. And you bring in this openness, this space within yourself, mentally, energetically, physically, the more that you're able to call in that abundant, beautiful, and more aligned version of who you'd like to be. The bigger the container is for you to express yourself in to find out more about yourself. Now, if you can take the next few minutes while I continue talking to just take some nice deep breaths and think of a mantra that comes to mind that feels good for you. I had three that I stuck to, but if you can find one that can really help support you as you move in through the rest of this astrological new year, step into this fiery Aries new moon with everything that you have in order to trust yourself, build better boundaries, standards, wants, needs for yourself. Now, again, making a list helps too. Journaling out in prompt form, if you'd like. Finding a routine, a ritual, a habit that is good, like meditation, moving the body, listening to podcasts that intrigue your mind, make you want to learn more and then some. Make sure that you consistently stick to them. Because as you do so, it will only cultivate more and more confidence within yourself. To truly trust yourself and the decisions that you make for you and you alone, and maybe even your kids or your, your intimate family. And again, these are all small steps. Being more mindful. Reparenting yourself and asking yourself, what do I need in this moment to make it the cherry on top? Is it a beautiful cup of coffee that I can make for myself and put in honey or ingredients that make me feel good and feel like this is my moment, my time for myself? Are you able to put some music on while you're working on your headphones or in your home while you're cleaning? Can you open the windows and let the light into your space while you are baking a treat? Whatever it may be, I want you to ask yourself, what would the future version of me like, want, or need, or love for me to do in this moment to feel that much closer and connected to them every single day? For myself, I had no standards. I had no wants. I had no needs. I had no values because I felt like as I grew from a young age to now, they never mirrored to me my true core values, my morals, my standards, my interests. 
And as I continued to show up in different ways to play, to be creative, to explore what life has to offer, and have hope that the whole time that I'm doing this, I am able to stand a bit stronger within my sense of self, my self-esteem, my self-worth. And as I continue to reparent myself, cultivate a routine that felt good for me. This isn't like a 4 a.m. wake up call or 6 a.m. wake up call to go to the gym and, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, again, like I said, I was stepping into a more healthy feminine energy, receiving, knowing my worth, standing in my grounded energy of self and knowing what would come to me was meant for me, whether it was learning, growing, or just an experience that was needed to get me that much further in my glow up or my highest version of self. And it was interesting because as I moved along with my life coach and she was implementing these homeworks for me on reparenting and doing all of the different lists of what my standards once needs were, um, maybe even the cross connection of some of them and how they showed up in my life or the lack thereof the more I was able to let go of the things that no longer served me to make room for these new standards, wants, and needs. And I'm not going to lie, the two by four of life was smacking me around big time. I felt as though the more that I tried to become aligned, it was as if I was throwing a bowling ball down the lane with bumpers on it, kind of knocking off the edges of things and where my comfort zone lied, or at least the edge of it for that matter. And eventually over time, as I continuously threw the ball down the lane, it became straighter more aligned, more deliberate, and more intentional. The things that I was bumping against eventually fell away because I removed them. Building that muscle within self to trust myself fully in the decisions I make, taking the wisdom from my own personal experiences through life, these ups and downs and the way that I've handled them or the lack thereof and how I could maybe show up a bit more aligned because now I know better, it's time to do better. All of these things that I've just spoken about in the past 30 minutes have gotten me to this slingshot in my life. Because they say manifestation is action in physical form. Setting the intention, writing out what your manifestations are, whether it's a feeling, whether it's an item, whether it's a destination, a job, a new apartment. Taking the steps to align yourself with those things Taking action in physical form that are aligned to those things are, is extremely important and will cultivate this bit of quick movement in life, if you will. And the more that you say no to any and all things, if you have the privilege of doing so, that don't support myself with my standards, wants, needs, boundaries, again, realigning, resetting, finding those slower points to really digest who it is I am and how I'd like to show up. There was no more accepting less than what I could give myself. Does that make any sense? You are now within knowing who you are, knowing your essence, your positive self-worth and your abundant self-esteem. You are now able to find someone that is a cherry on top or that would be the agenda going forward. Because if I can give myself all of these things and then some, the person in my life that's coming in next better do, better be able to do the same thing and then some for me. Because taking on a relationship, I have been able to find so many different avenues where I still was being a bit shy, 
not stepping forth and completely sharing my peace. Again, making no a full statement. Yet, if all I did was say I wanted these things and didn't take the time to reset, realign, take a deep breath, and check in with how I was feeling and what I wanted for myself, and knowing that I could show up for myself in these areas, and maybe in areas I didn't know how I could do that, and I've found those within the past year, being alongside him and moving away from other dynamics in my life. I've been able to step into a relationship that's one of the healthiest I've been in in a really long time. So now whether it's a job that you would like to get paid a specific criteria of money, specific benefits, distance of drive, maybe it's from home, and you are continuously taking on new jobs that don't fit within that criteria just to have one, stop doing that. If you are looking to date and be in relationships, don't do it just to be in a relationship. Do the inner work. What and how do you give yourself and show up for yourself in ways that make you feel good? Because then they will see that you want them and not need them in order to fill a hole in your life or fill a hole within you or a space within you that's been feeling empty, unloved, neglected. And as you shine and show up as your full, authentic version of self, the right person, the right apartment, the right job, the right scenarios for you will continuously show up and shine as you continue to grow and become your highest version of self as you align for what's meant for you and you alone. And I want you to know that even if you're not where exactly you'd like to be in this moment, heck, you might not be for the next few years. Whether it's where you live, the person you're with, the quality in which you hold yourself accountable within your boundaries, standards, wants, and needs. That this is such a beautiful space to cultivate anything and everything that you would like to call forth. This is the time to set those boundaries. Be able to play a bit and find out more about who you are and how you'd like to show up in the world. And yes, it may be bumpy, maybe a bit chaotic, and the people around you will be very questionable about the way that you're showing up in this new fashion. Yet, as you find your balance within self, you keep those blinders on, you take these small, continual steps forward in addressing, letting go, and finding what best serves you in these moments moving forward. The trust within yourself becomes larger than the noise and the opinions of others around you. So again, for those of you that found a mantra that fit you best, I want you to repeat it either out loud while you're listening to this in your car, in your home, as you're on a walk, maybe even to yourself internally just to solidify that in one more time. And as you continue on through this year, remind yourself of how powerful you are, even in the tiniest of moments. How much space you can take up as you let go of the clutter in your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. As you take this time to figure out what these next few steps will look like in your life. Embrace this low. Embrace the quiet. Be patient with yourself as you continue to learn, as you evolve and unfold fuller. 
Because as you continue to do so, that highest version of self gets that much closer and closer to being the person you are here and now. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And for those of you that are interested in connecting further to begin this self-transformation journey, join me, Ren, at flowwithren.com to work one-on-one on empowering your authentic nature of walking aligned on your unique path in life. Or get a tiny taste of what it's like to work side-by-side with me by setting up a free 30-minute consultation call. All of this information is linked below, so do not worry. I can't wait to see you next week. See you around.